There I was, sitting in the middle of the green beauty of the Eloise Butler Wildflower Garden, having an allergic reaction to ragweed, <laughs> with snot pouring out of my nose, not dripping, running, like it was training for a marathon. It may sound crazy, but I couldn't have been happier. When I arrived at the garden that Thursday morning, I was tired, scattered, and a little scared. I was scared that the components of my life that I used to take pride in were crumbling and shifting. I had recently ended my only serious romantic relationship, and I was starting to feel the weight of that shift. On this late summer morning, it was only eight days away from what would have been our four-year anniversary. I was feeling sad and heavy, completely ungrounded, like at any moment I could just float away. Once my spiritual director arrived, I started chatting. Well, babbling, really. I had this tendency when I'm nervous to kind of verbally vomit, being the external processor that I am. So I was naming my fears and worries and stressors. Where was my center? Where was my groundedness? We sat down on a bench where Goldenrod Trail meets Aster Isle. I started looking around more and more and shutting up more and more. My chatter stopped. My shoulders relaxed. We shared silence. Even though I was only three miles from downtown Minneapolis, I couldn't see it or hear it. Instead, I saw the tall, thin birches, the prairie grasses, the wildflowers, and one bold chipmunk. He came within arm's reach, beckoning me deeper into a moment of connection, connection and transcendence. I could feel the silence thicken and then start to hum within me. Here I was for one short hour, surrounded by the now of nature, of beauty, of body, away from the constant busy buzz of electronics, traffic, people, words, obsessions. I was finding my center, not who I am in relation to work or who I am in relation to others, but who I am in relation to nature. I was finding me, and my path there was my body. I've often visualized myself as a tree, and this day was no different. My attention returned to the grove of birches. I was looking into a mirror, staring at a birch tree. Its papery, thin, white skin, colored with black circles, was just like my own freckled skin my white body with small spots of concentrated melanin. These freckles that I had hated because they made me different. These freckles that now I love because they make me different. How do I end this story about finding my centeredness in my body when it is a white privileged body? Especially on the day that our sermon is entitled The Negro Problem Remix 2.0. I don't know. And that's just it, I don't know. What an amazing feeling that day to be in my body and to have such a powerful awakening. But now, a question. Are we willing to hear stories about people who don't experience this same freedom? What about a man that had to literally hide his body in a box to acquire his freedom? What about, how do we remain open to hear these stories when they are so painful and we feel so raw? Can we cherish our connection with nature while we also challenge and explore our connection with other people?
especially when our bodies are so different, with different strengths, limitations, and cultural expectations. How can we create space for the weirdness and the amazingness of all bodies? Come, let us worship together.